Good afternoon, and welcome to Everybody, the podcast which shares stories that highlight people in life, that make the world an interesting place, which ultimately ties us all together in unique and wonderful ways. And who am I, you might ask? I would be the head wrap socialite, wife, mom, micro-influencer in the fashion and etiquette world. But on this podcast, I will be introducing you to some people who I've had the opportunity to meet along my journey, who have helped enrich me in my life in beautiful ways, and who I hope will do the same in yours. I know they called to me right after everything. Everything was messed up. When I was growing up in the shop, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, yes, sir. Because Lottie is a teacher. Most of our parents and grandparents, including uh, Trina's grandfather, uh, <laughs> attended that school. He was one of the last to attend mm-hmm. that school, was operating, and he's in his 90s. And so that piece of history is also important to me. Black History Month, I bring you a special snippet from an earlier interview that I had with my grandfather, Frank Dinkins whose wisdom echoes through generations. I'd also like to take this moment to extend him a birthday wish from us all. Happy birthday, Pop-Pop. Your legacy and love inspire us all. We love you. Being down with a true living treasure, an encyclopedia of history, my grandfather, Frank Dinkins. Join me as I delve into the remarkable life of a man who has witnessed the world evolve and transform over the course of his 95 years. He has lived through pivotal moments, cultural shifts, and monumental events that have shaped the fabric of our society. Please join me in welcoming my grandfather, also known as Pop-Pop, Frank Dinkins. Hi, Trina. Hey, Pop. Thank you for being here. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about who you are? I was born in Culpeper, Virginia, February 28, 1928. How many brothers and sisters, Pop, did you have? Sixteen. Sixteen? Yeah. When I was born, everybody was gone, so three of us. Chester, Eddie, Minnie. Can you name all of your siblings? My brother's name is Clarence, Jim, Richard, Lawrence, Junior, the name Madison, Willie, Calvin, Eddie, Chester. My sister's name was Maple, Earlina, Minnie, Fanny, Beatrice. Oh, Haywood, he died when he was a baby. So tell me a little bit about your life. Tell me how it was growing up in Culpeper, Virginia. I had to get up in the morning early, feed the chicken, mm-hmm. feed the hogs, mm-hmm. milk the cows. Mm-hmm. How did you come to the North Pop from living in the South? Oh, my father, he had pimple on his face. Mm-hmm. And every time he shoved, he cut this pimple. At that time, they didn't know it was cancer. Mm. They removed it to the doctor in Germantown. They couldn't find out what ball with him. But um, we went back to Paul Pepper. He had low pine. And you could pick him up and the pin tear off his back mm. and you gave him. That's kind of when I fell back to school and and How old were you, Pop? Around nine or ten, something like that. When you came to, to go to the doctors, you were nine years old, so you had to stop school. No. When I went back to Virginia, mm-hmm. I went to school. I had to get up, feed the chicken, all the animals on the farm. Mm-hmm. The farm we had, 
Dave, my father, he didn't let nobody bathe him but me. And I had to go to school, mm-hmm. get the water, but all of us was in a one-room platform. Mm. How many students do you think there were, Pop? Oh, I don't exactly know, but it was it's crazy all together. And this one teacher taught all of us. Everybody from kindergarten all the way up through high school. Yeah. What was some of your favorite classes? I think it was biology. And I used to work in a workshop. I made furniture with my mother on the coffee table. I was about 16. I thought I worked at a sawmill. Mm-hmm. Cutting trees down. Mm-hmm. Breaking horses. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Oh, yeah, you try to hold them, but, you know, most time they jump up, they kick. Mm-hmm. I know in one time I was working in the sawmill, and I was hooking a mule up to the uh, log. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because he didn't want to go work. Did you want to stay in the South once you got to be older? No, I didn't. It was segregated. After I got teenagers, it was rough. But mm-hmm. when I was young, I didn't go in the place. You couldn't walk down the street. You had certain places to walk. Mm-hmm. Restaurant had to eat in a kitchen. These are all, you know, the N-word and everything. I knew I didn't want to stay in the South because I thought they may kill me or something. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't take too much stuff off too far. You've always been my hero. Thank you, Pop. Thank you for taking this time out to talk with me today. Oh, okay, yeah, I love you too. Talk you to you coming soon. down this summer? Yes, we're going to come down this summer, Pop. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're going to come down this summer for sure. I was down in North Carolina. I couldn't swim. Mm. So they would make me go to seminary every Friday. Right. Everybody is going. Literally, I'd be just trying to swim. Mm. So this black boy from Chile, me and him could pass for Quinn, mm-hmm. but he had a gold teeth as only to tell us. Right. And he took the swimming test on me. Oh. And, I didn't, and I didn't have to go anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 